0: Welcome to Wine Not, a podcast by S.A. Winos for our monthly wine club members. It's Pinotage Month here at the wine club, so we'll be discovering the uniquely South African wine style from two distinct wine regions of South Africa. Tonight, we're going to explore Neil Jobert's Blanc de Noir, a 100% Pinotage Rosé. To guide us through this unique wine is my co-host, Francois. Francois, how are you doing?
1: doing fantastic, Brian. Uh, really excited for... Uh, this month's trip through Pinotage. It's one of our South African, you know, best kept secrets. It's slowly kind of getting out, but um, definitely very excited to share this. Uh, if you are listening to this podcast and you are wondering, where is last month's podcast, Francois? Uh, we are having audio issues with last month's file. I am unable to upload it. I'm trying to fix it. We'll see if it works. If it doesn't work, then we might just have to, you know, all forget about last month's file. Just wine know,
0: <laughs> just know that it was probably the best, the best wine podcast. I think it was the best one we've ever done. Yeah, it yeah, was.
1: There's no doubt. Um, in any case, on the good news side of the equation, we do have brand new wines in the SA Winos warehouse as of last Friday. So, if you're in the Austin area uh, or planning on visiting anytime soon, please stop by the warehouse down on Nutty Brown Road. Uh, We have some exciting new varietals to share, uh, new vineyards, and more new vineyards coming, as well as some old favorites, including Oak Valley, which, I mean, if there's a Pinot Noir as good as Oak Valley's Pinot Noir out there, for the price point, I haven't had it. So definitely stop by. Um, come try some wines for those of you ordering online it'll be a bit for them to show up on the website Um, we do have some wholesale orders that we have to fulfill before we release you know some of the stuff to retail but uh, if you're in the area you can stop by and taste it and purchase it as well that's it's not an issue so with all that being said um it's pinotage month and i don't think there's anything more quintessential now that we're in i mean I guess Texas probably entered barbecue season, I don't know, six weeks ago. Is that <laughs> Everybody when, else in the country finally entered it last week.
0: <laughs> is that when Texans become barbecue, or is that when Texans <laughs> I, enjoy barbecue?
1: Yeah, either or. Uh, it's definitely, definitely a uh, great dad joke, by the way. Um, Thank you. Either or, the the weather's been so hot down here. Obviously, we've been barbecuing since March, but... Uh, for those of you entering barbecue season, I know in the frozen tundras of, you know, north of Oklahoma, um, you are finally able to step outside and fire up a barbecue pit or a braai, as we like to call it. And there is nothing more South African than pinotage with a barbecue. Okay. And we call it a braai. So from now on, I'll refer to it as a braai. want to be sure that people get that. It's a little bit of a different affair, but, you know, it's, it's, It's a barbecue with flair, is what I'll call it. So in any case, at a braai, you're always gonna have some meat and you're gonna have a pinotage. And pinotage um, is a varietal that, like I stated, is uniquely South African. It was actually um, a crossbreed that was started by the (coughs) first Vinticulture professor at Stellenbosch University. And he crossed the Sinso and the uh, hermitage, or sorry, Pinot Noir uh, vines to come up with Pinotage. And the reason it's not Pinot So or something like that is because uh, Cinso back then, it still is kind of, but more so back then was also known as hermitage. So the hermitage grape was crossed with the Pinot Noir grape that became Pinotage. It was essentially just growing this man's backyard for I don't know, a decade and a half. And then um, he left the program to go work for the Cape Wine Guild. And the person who took over, because professors back then got residences on campus, right? So he had a residence, grew it in his garden there, left. The next professor for venticulture came, saw this vine growing in the backyard, this grapevine, and then decided, hey, we should try making wine out of this right so uh, that's where Pinotage came from it came from literally a single vine in some dudes backyards now being the one of the biggest red uh, wines grown in in the country and as of recently also grown um, in the south of England and I believe they're trying some um, plantings in uh, Portugal as well so it is leaving uh, South Africa at this point, but it still is, if you want wine from it currently, South Africa is the only one producing it. Probably in the next five to six years, you'll see some stuff coming out of England and and whatnot. But yeah, uniquely South African wine and very much a summer tradition for us.
0: Well, speaking, out of, speaking of coming out of South Africa, I'm glad that it's landed itself in my glass tonight, um, which is a when you think of pinotage uh in all my experiences have been dark red wines um and the one the first one that we're enjoying in this season is a rose
1: yeah so very unique you don't you don't see a lot of pinotage made into rose because of its tannic uh abilities right so tannins a, a lot of that flavor that people tend to either associate with dryness or whatever is actually in the skin of the grape. So it's that outer layer of you know juice and, and, and skin that they then crush and that releases some of that, that um, <clears throat> the chemicals that produce that flavor for you. So in the case of this Pinotage, what they do is they just severely limit the skin contact. And I don't know exactly on this one how long it's on contact. I didn't see any Um, anything in the fact sheet about it, but uh, most of this stuff is measured in minutes and hours. It's not measured in days. So if you're, if you're making a good quality rosé, you know, it depends on the grape you're using, but something as, you know, something that can be as volatile as Pinotage and super dry and, you know, um, very earthy, if that's the grape you're trying to make into a rose you might only spend 30 minutes on skin contact here Um, and what that means is is they they crush the grapes leave the skins in there and then they they essentially you know whisk um the juice away as quickly as possible um so that you don't get that deep red deep red coloring so um yeah i mean i would say probably two to three hours skin contact on this one at most Um, which is fairly typical for a rosé made out of grapes that are, you know, can be as dry as, as this.
0: Well, let's get into the tasting of this really, really pretty wine. Like it's like, it's fantastic looking. (laughs) It's got a great color to it. Uh, and definitely if you have somebody who's familiar with Pinotage, there's something that's going to catch their attention right away because it looks unlike anything. Um, we're joined tonight uh, by my wife Avery and uh, Francois's lovely wife Christina. Um, one of y'all want to walk us through what you're tasting in this wine tonight sure i'll I'll go first um so this wine tastes very well first of all, when you smell it, I can smell the berries in it um you almost kind of get sure. ready with i don't want to say a citrus flavor, but there's that same kind of um like acidity that you would get from citrus that i can pick up when i smell Mm -hmm. this and in addition to when i first taste it i get that very fresh very um i don't know what's the word for that like tinge i think
1: you're you're talking about like the
0: the the smell you get from the the rind of a lemon or a lot i was gonna say it's almost like lemongrass like but like yeah Oily lemon. This smells great. It and smells fantastic. That taste, I I can taste like almost a lemony taste to it as well.
1: Yeah. So so one key to this wine, and it'll be in the show notes. Cold, I mean cold. Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't have to be almost freezing. That's a bit too cold. But you want this at like thirty-eight, forty degrees when you serve it. It's got to be cold. If it's not cold, you get that rose you know i don't warm rosés just never tastes good to me period but um you you get this like filmy taste to me okay Um, so i always serve rosés very very cold very easy to drink the smell that you're describing i i like to smell and taste while you're describing it um and i guess what i would follow up with is it's almost like when you
0: it's a mist of like apple and lemon to me Absolutely, is, yeah. when I smell it. Yeah, it's it's almost like it's like a literal
1: moisture type mist in my nose that I smell. Um, kind of like when you squeeze the lime for an no. old fashioned or some sort of drink like that.
0: Um, so it's awesome. I think that I would really enjoy it at the pool, especially in this heat. Um, and go from there.
1: You and Avery are both pool drinkers.
0: Yeah, this is definitely just, a yeah. this is a by pool, the pool wine. Pool. <laughs> I, a lot any wine is pool wine if you drink it by the pool. You know, if you drink and, it by the true, that's true. But I, you know, you can't disagree with that. No, you can't.
1: Um, yeah, I mean that is a very very uh, linear statement. I agree. Uh,
0: the one thing that I will say, so the tasting notes that are provided with this wine are phenomenal, fantastic work. Um, one of the lines in here uh, it says that it has. Um, a medley of sweet red berries and ripe black fruit. And I was like, man, I'm not going to get that out of this wine. That's just not going to happen. Uh, but I will say when it was first fresh out of the cooler, it, I didn't taste any of it as it's warmed up. I'm getting those subtle, like raspberry and blackberry flavors and they're fantastic. They're great.
1: And I, I would, I would highly recommend. So I, I am stressing it needs to be cold. But I'm also stressing at the same time, do not get it too cold. Yeah. Like, you really want it between that 36 to 40 degree Fahrenheit time.
0: Oh, and that's, I mean. Um, That's uh, really where you want to serve it. I've had this glass poured for the last, like, probably 20 minutes. So, it's it's warmed up over that time. Um, It's still, I mean, I would say in the low 40s right now. And it's still really, really good. But when it first came out of the fridge, it was. Hard to taste. It was spot on. It almost tastes like effervescent. It almost tastes like sparkling mm, yeah. when it first came out of the cooler, which was kind of a wild experience in itself. So yeah.
1: Yeah. So um, a couple of fun things uh, related to Pinotage, right? So I think I already mentioned, you don't normally see this in a Rose. Um, it's normally either a blended gra- grape or a solid red, a single varietal. Um, we are going to taste, the single varietal version of this as well later on in this uh, series, which um, I would definitely recommend you comparing the two. So don't, don't have to open them on the same day if you do fine, but um, remember how you feel with this wine, then taste the single varietal. You'll get hints across the two, but they are distinctly different. Um, and it's, it's wild to think that this could be made with the same grapes so it's definitely you know it's one of those side-by-side comparisons that i recommend um, that you do and then you know as far as pinotage month goes the reason we went with pinotage month uh for this month and not a not a a vineyard as we usually do um a we had supply chain issues our shipment did not get in in time to actually do um the may (coughs) may wine club uh release uh so that'll be now the june wines and b um we've had a a pretty strong influx of new wine club members and we've only had one pinotage in 2022 and that was the rhino run pinotage it's part of this one again um but that was kind of shocking to us because pinotage is very much a you know a south african thing so um we decided why not just you know release some pinotages, get everybody to really understand what our um, wine growing culture is in South Africa. And then also, um, you'll see you got an extra bottle this month. It's a four four bottle release instead of three. Um, and that's really just to keep providing value to you all. Like, we're not going to uh, go through and pretend as though, you know, this Blanc de Noir isn't a $12 bottle, right? So we want to make sure that we we always present you the value that you guys signed up for and show you, you all the appreciation and um, cause you guys show up. So I want to make sure that you keep showing up.
0: I will say this, Francois. um, I'm going to just make a statement to the listeners, Um, to everyone who's already consumed the bottle of Rose by this point in the show. And you're like, Oh, I was supposed to compare it. I'm right there with you. I probably would have consumed the entire bottle had I not known in advance. Um, But there is an option for you. Um, You can visit S.A. Wino's at 12707 Nutty Brown Road in South Austin. Uh, On Saturdays, uh, Matilda and Willem are out showing lovely customers of South Austin and visitors from abroad the beauty that is South African wine. And I'm sure there's going to be Uh, some extra bottles laying around that you could pick up uh, so you could go back and enjoy uh, this Pinotage and the upcoming uh, single varietal Pinotage side-by-side later on after this wine month. Um, Francois, if uh, listeners want to become wine club members or have any other questions about the wine club, where can they go?
1: Yeah, so hit us up on SAWinos.com. Follow us on the social media channels, mainly Instagram and Facebook, we post our latest events on there. So if we do have a wine party coming up, which uh, for the June wine club release will be the 25th, uh, we'll be throwing another braai out there. So if you're in town, if you're anywhere near town, show on uh, up at Nutty Brown Road <laughs> on a Saturday. Um, we're always happy to host anybody that, that comes by. And then on wine party days, we obviously we have a little bit of a bigger crowd and we've got some live music. But um, other than that, you know, keep listening to the podcast there will be additional releases may was a bit of an accident but um we can't wait to host you all down in in south austin and it's funny the other day we had a person show up and they go oh we saw sa winos and we thought it meant south austin winos (laughs) so i don't know it can mean (laughs) whatever you want it to mean (laughs) but yeah thank you so much for listening thank you for buying our wines thank you for supporting our small family business Uh, With that being said, we'll catch you on the next one.